0: She's crazy, says her ex was lazy Her love life's kinda hazy It's Aaron's Thursday Vlog Well, hello and welcome back to the podcast I am your host, Erin Austin So today's podcast is... Well, it came up because of something that has happened to me recently, and I thought, you know what? Let's just get it out there. Let's express the feelings. Let's talk about it. I'm sure I am not the only person this has happened to, so let's just dive right into it. Uh, this is episode number 20, When God Dangles a Carrot. So before I go into the circumstances of what this story is all about, I feel like I need to give a little background on me and my dating history if you will. So, I used to be married, have been divorced for what, a gazillion years now. I mean, I think it's probably like at this point 15. I don't even know. Prior to that, I didn't have a lot of dating experience. Uh I did I mean, I think my ex-husband might be officially my first boyfriend. I mean, I didn't really date in high school. Boys didn't really like me and then also my parents scared anybody off that might have liked me so I kind of got screwed and then yeah by college I think I was so mortified to date uh, because I thought I would go to hell for having sex that I just was like I was paralyzed so there's also that but most of the time guys didn't really like me then after getting divorced Uh, I dated somebody for about a year and a half when I moved to Milwaukee, Um, that fizzled out. And then when I lived in Milwaukee, I don't think I had any relationships that lasted longer than three months. I'd like to say I tried on some shoes, learned some lessons, and then moved to Houston. Dated somebody again for about three months. I was like, dude, I can tell you're not that into me. It's totally cool. We don't have to date anymore. Fine. Again, lots of first dates, a lot of uh, second dates, first dates, a lot of ghosting, all of that. Probably didn't date anybody. Well, probably back until that guy that I first dated popped back in the picture. I'd bought my house. I think I'd been here now then... At that point, three years, bought my house. He was like, hey, what's happening? And I was like, hey, just bought a house. Uh, you can live with me until you figure out where you want to go because he was his moving back into town. So yeah, we probably dated for, I don't know, six months, maybe a year. And it was one of those things where, like, nice guy, just we weren't a match for various reasons. And maybe, I—that's a thing. I don't know if I ever really felt that chemistry. So, that being said, then didn't date anybody for maybe a year, then met my ex, the one that, you know, gives me a whole lot of material for a podcast in itself, dated him for 2 years. That was a freaking disaster and then didn't date for a couple more years until, you know, and maybe, you know, dated here and there like a date, maybe two dates. And then dated my last boyfriend. That was about a year and a half. That ended in 2019. Now here we are, singles, Pringles, right? I have dated a little bit, little bit, nothing ever serious. I mean, really, and have wasted a lot of time on people that probably didn't deserve it. That being said, here we are. Um, so one thing that I need to say is I've I've had this list of things that I've wanted in somebody in my partner this list came about because I when I was on in Milwaukee we had a life coach and she said hey Aaron you need to come up with a list of all of the things that you want in somebody as your partner but it's got to be positive positive." and I'm not talking a list that's like oh my god he has to be rich and hot have an amazing body whatever blah 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 nothing like that it had to be straight up real stuff so this list that I've had, I've had it printed off, and I have this picture frame next to my bedside, which is something I learned from Joel Osteen. There was something uh, he said in church one day about if you want somebody, maybe stick an empty picture frame next to your bed to kind of like manifest that person, if you will. And so I was like, okay, I can do that. So this, this picture frame has a clipboard, and so I put that list uh, on that clipboard, hoping that that person would manifest themselves into my life. So this list is something I think that is totally, um, what is the word I'm looking for? This list is nothing superficial. I'm looking for somebody that's affectionate, is able to apologize, will compliment me, good in bed. I'm sorry, I need somebody good in bed. I mean, I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not taking that one back. Takes time to notice the small things, observant, generous, supportive, uh, appreciative, hardworking, Has a good worth ethic, financially independent, is a good person, even-tempered, willing to solve an argument, good kisser. Kind of want a good kisser I'm sorry if you don't like to kiss eh, It's not going to work out Uh, Thinks of other people's feelings Has good hygiene Is in good shape uh, Can appreciate my sense of humor Thinks I'm funny uh, Knows uh, what my job entails And can appreciate my career And there is definitely more to my list I have like another good half a page If not more But I condensed it for the podcast But those are the things that I have been looking for in somebody and the attributes um, that I've wanted like most of my adult life. So, there's that chunk. So, let's get into the nuts and bolts of what the hell I'm actually talking about. God dangling that carrot right there in front of my face. So, somewhat recently, I had somebody cross my path. And this person that crossed my path, I don't believe... I mean, there's also a saying, nobody, nothing happens by coincidence. This person crossed my path in uh, a random but not so random way, right? I mean, say say it was a dating app. If it's a dating app, you have to be in the right place at the same time, both be on the app at the same time, and well, first of all, one person's got to like each other. Then again, if you're my guy friends, they'd be like, oh, is she kind of attractive? All right, I'll swipe right anyway, whatever. So there's a part of me that kind of feels like I really just need to dive into the story. I'm giving it like, I'm trying to be cryptic, but maybe I just tell the story how it really is. (sighs) Hmm, do I do this or do I not do this? All right, fuck it, I'm gonna do it. All right, so this is the story. I have been, you know, looking for jobs, right? So with jobs that come up, I I think I mentioned this before in a previous podcast where I was up for the job in Dallas. I would set my dating profile, which was inactive up until that point. I would set that dating profile up to the city that I was hoping to get a job in just so I could see what the dating prospects looked like in that town. Now, keep in mind, again, up until this point, I had been laser focused on finding a job. The only reason why I was looking at the dating apps was, number one, to see what the dating prospects look like. And also, I didn't engage with any of these people. I never swiped on any of them. I would see what would come my way, and that was it. I didn't sit there, and, and and the guys that did come my way, I didn't match up with them because I was just trying to, again, I guess, window shop, so to speak. So maybe I would... Okay, I take that back. Maybe I would swipe if there was somebody I wasn't attracted to, but if it came to somebody that I thought was attractive, I never liked their picture or liked anything. I just got off the app because that was, I just wanted to see what was there. Okay. Because let's be honest this is your new life. I would be whatever job I take, because I'm going to have to move more than likely, I'm going to have to restart my entire life. And that's in a scary prospect in itself. So I was up for a job in a city and I had set my dating profile to that city. And this person liked something. I don't know if it was like, it was a picture. And I was like, wait a second. Who is this guy? Like, really? He, what? Let me just tell you, he is probably the best, most handsome guy that has ever paid any kind of attention to me in that sort of fashion. I was like, what the hell? So we start conversing and, you know, it's it's fine. But I mean, apparently by the time I was supposed to be in town for the interview, he was going to be out of town because technically he didn't live there. All right, such is life. So I stopped talking to him because what the hell's the point? Then he messages me back and says, hey, looks like I'm staying in town for another week. And I'm like, well, actually, I'll be actually staying in town for an extra couple of days. So seems like that'll be perfect. Maybe we can meet up, have a drink, whatever. We end up talking on the phone. And that first time we talked on the phone, we talked for six hours. Six hours. Hours on the phone. Then the next night we talked for two hours. Next day we talked for an hour. Then we eventually meet. It's like I like um I, I it's weird because it was like, well, A, I already had talked to him so much. So but there was like this level of comfortability, and it was just easy. And there was like just this connection, and and he was very sweet and very thoughtful, and it was like awesome, right? And I was in town for a couple of days checking things out. And we hung out a lot. Uh, We went and checked out the town together, went to different places. and uh, Because he was also kind of a tourist. So here's the thing. With Dude, Dude doesn't live where I live, he doesn't live in that town that I would be possibly moving to. No, he lives so far away, he might as well live in a foreign country, right? But here this guy comes across my path, and some people would say, oh, well, it's just meant to be fun, it's just meant to be a good time. And typically... I would say I would agree with you because yes, I have met people that it goes no further than that weekend. You may talk one or two more times, nothing uh, and then it just falls off the face of the planet, but those people that I've met and I didn't have a connection with them like I did with him. And I don't mean that even like, I'm not trying to be one of those dumb girls and is being like oh my god, he's so amazing Uh, like he even said like oh my god, we have so much in common or i know i'm pretty sure he kind of felt the same way i'm not trying to be stupid i'm real because trust me i am not one of those girls that is while i am the hopeless romantic i am also very much a cynic and i am also um a realist in the fact that i don't think i like hmm. when people when when guys tell me things and they're like oh you're pretty or oh this is an amazing time i'm like eh this fucking bullshit like i have a bullshit meter like i always feel like they're full of shit and that's and that's maybe me maybe that's just cynical so i didn't feel that with him i thought it was i felt it was different and he acted different and so there was just something different about the situation however you know I go home, he goes home. We still talk. We still talked a lot. And and we even talked about me going out to visit him. Then it, well, he kind of put the kibosh on it because he was like, one day he said, Aaron, where's this going? And I was like, I don't know. And he's like, I mean... And I was like, I just thought I would come out there and visit you. And, you know, I was just thinking one day at a time. I wasn't thinking so far in the future, like we're going to get married or anything. And he was like, but where's it going? Like, you're going to come out here. We're going to have this amazing time. And then what? You just go home. And then what? And I go, I don't know. Maybe you come and visit me at some point. He's like, Uh, Oh, Aaron, that's just, uh, whatever. So me going to visit him got taken off the table. And since then, uh, we were talking, but that's a new development. So the first part is that uh, we had been following each other on Instagram. Even though he didn't post anything, I still did. But I had noticed that he had unfollowed me. I called him out on it because that's what I do. And I was like, and I know some people will say, oh, what's the big deal? Who cares? Who cares? you know, just kind of, you know, kind of hurt my feelings. So I asked and his reasoning was since he had was following hardly any people like a handful, seriously, that my stuff came up all the time. And he didn't want to see it all the time. And he didn't want to be reminded. All right, take that for what you will. Then um, the conversations, we had been talking a lot afterwards. I mean, still hours and hours and talking all day. And and then I started noticing just th- his responses being a little different. He becoming more distant. And I asked him like, hey, what's up? And I can't even remember exactly what I asked. But his reasoning was, again, kind of like, if you know what's the point of talking if I, if we're not going to date what's the what's the point which uh, there's a part of me that gets it but then there's a part of me that's like really so just like that okay that's that's cool and i mean i'll get over it i always do but I, I, it was hard for me in a way to understand you meet somebody that you have such a connection with And how is it so easy for somebody to just like completely do a a 180 and just totally cut it off? Granted, I know we had not dated, but the curiosity at least was there. So I thought, but I just uh, like, I do wonder why God brought somebody in my life that I would click with, that I would get along with, that I felt so comfortable with, and he felt very comfortable around me, and we just talked, and it was just so easy. What is the point of all of that, and I don't get to have it? And I know that sounds terrible, but I just don't understand. If there are no coincidences, then what was the point of that? Seriously. Like, was that God going like, hey, nanny, nanny, poo, here's an amazing guy and you can't have him. I'm like, that seems real nice. Or, hey, there's this great looking guy uh, that's incredibly handsome and that's sweet, smart and sensitive. Mm, also, you can't have him. Like, what is the point of all that? And I know that somebody is listening to me right now and they're probably saying like, Aaron, I'm sure he's not that great. I know he's he's flawed. Sure. Uh, as we all are. Trust me, have I thought, is he a giant asshole and he was faking it the entire time? Yes, I've thought that. I would like to think that that's not the case. I would like to think that my sniffer isn't that far off anymore. Granted, have I met giant assholes that have totally played me like a fiddle? Yes, 100%. Without a doubt. Did I get even that a bit of a vibe? No, I didn't get even a sense of like a bad bone in his body. And And that's... And even the people that played me like a fiddle, I always had a feeling, just something deep inside of me that was like, hmm, this person isn't right. And what's sad is, if this person isn't who they presented themselves to be, which I don't i don't think they are not, does that make sense? <laughs> if that makes sense. I, I think they were legitimate. I believe they were legitimate. What I'm trying to say is, um, if, if they were not that, and he wasn't being truthful and authentic, then, shit, I mean, hmm, they're good, you know? But I don't believe that. I do believe that they are a genuinely good person. I believe, given some of their past experiences, like all of us, have tainted them, quite a bit maybe they are still learning who they are as a person and what they want maybe they're still hanging on to notions of what they think they want in a person and aren't not willing to let those go i don't know i am um, <sighs> yeah i i just don't understand why again why God, the universe, would bring somebody that has all of these attributes, like I said, that I have wanted in somebody, my adult life, and that I am not allowed to have. And I get it. I, I shouldn't even be thinking any of these things. This shouldn't even be really a topic of conversation for my podcast. Because why? Um, because I'm supposed to be finding a job. Yeah. But by the way, that's looking up. So I'm still going to find a job. It'll still be fine. Don't worry. I'm not looking for a job where they are because I've already been shot down. So I'm not, you know, looking a couple of my girlfriends. They were like, well, maybe you should look for a job where they live. And I was like, hmm. See, if I were, let's see. Look, I know what year I was born. If I were 30, if I were 25, I would probably consider that. Not at my age. Not with the... Uh, I could not do that, give up my career for the hope that I could find love. I know that sounds pessimistic, but it's just, that's the realist in me. I can see myself moving there, taking some job, hoping it works out, and he still doesn't know what the fuck he wants. And who needs that, right? That's just a lot of heartache for me. And God knows I've had enough heartache in my life. I don't know if I need any more, not right now. You know, it's really funny to, I guess, you know, when I was talking to him about, uh, you know, I got kind of poopy pants and I was like, oh, no, you'll be fine. You'll just find some girl that's just good enough and you'll just be fine and it'll be just, you know, you'll just, she'll pay you enough attention and you'll be fine with it. And so you'll just settle because that's what guys do. And that's me being, you know, cynical. And, but I, I don't think that's wrong. I think a lot of guys do do stuff like that. And don't get me wrong. I think girls, they settle too. Um, And I think it's different reasons. I think girls settle uh, for what is comfortable and safe. They're looking for security. I think a lot of times guys settle for what's easy and what's available. So going back to the story, but I said, you know, I know me and I've been single for a very long time. I haven't had anybody cross my path that is like this individual. And, (laughs) And I don't know when I'll find somebody like that again. Somebody that's handsome, that is sweet, smart, sensitive... Um, that has or is really working on getting their shit together. Because again, we all have our shit. But I, I don't know when that person is going to cross my path again. And that's what's frustrating about it. And, you know, he says, Oh, Aaron, there's lots of good guys out there. And I'm like, okay, first of all, stop with all that. Because yes, there may be a lot of nice guys out there. There may be a lot of good looking guys out there. There may be a lot of sweet guys out there. There might be a lot of guys that are good dads out there. Whatever the case is, there may be all of those things, but it's very rare that you find somebody that is all of those things. And again, I'm not saying that he's not flawed. I'm just saying it is very rare to find somebody who has a lot of those attributes. And I know somebody will say, oh, Aaron, that guy sounds like a unicorn. You know what? We're not going to use that term. I'm tired of that term. I don't like it. I think it's overused. So getting back to the story, we have that conversation. He tells me, "Oh, Aaron, there's plenty of good guys. You'll be fine. You'll find somebody." Blah blah blah. And then I shit you not, it's no more than a couple days later. I get this text message from a guy that I had gone on a date with. And honestly, I don't know if I would call it a date per se because that's a story in itself of how we met. Uh, but I had never physically had met him for years, and then it was like, well, hey we should probably meet up before you move out of town. And keep in mind, I was never physical with this person, never intimate, right? I mean, we'd kiss, like, goodnight kiss, but that was it. And this and this is a date well before I would met this person. <sighs> I, I would hear from him every once in a while. But again, I'm not looking to date because I'm trying to find a job, right? So I haven't really engaged in any, like, any conversation really and uh (laughs) he sent me a text message and it said like hey how are you hope you're having a good one and enjoying a drink on a patio on this beautiful day serious question um so what do you think about birthday blowjobs and i was like are you freaking kidding me right now? Like, I haven't heard from you in like, I don't know how long. And that's the, and I was like, surely he's got to be out drinking with his friends, right? And I said, hey, I'm doing good at the house, having a drink, grilling some chicken before it goes bad. Um, And I'm listening to some old school P. Diddy. So there's that. As for his birthday blowjobs, I guess it depends on whose birthday it is. And he was like, "Oh yeah, love P Diddy. Um, how about you put on something sexy and dance for me?" And then he says something inappropriate that I'm not going to put into uh, this podcast. I would, but I'm just going to save it. And I was thinking, I, I like honestly, it just totally pissed me off because again, I've met this person once or twice, and again. Haven't been intimate with him. No dirty texting. None of that stuff. No, like, no nudie pics. Um, And I just, like, honestly, it just put me in such a pissy mood. I ended up crying and and drinking the rest of the night. I almost screenshotted it and sent it to the dude that thinks, oh, Aaron, there's all these great guys. You'll find a great guy someday. And I was like, really? This is what I have to deal with. You think there's so many great guys? This is what comes in my inbox. All right. So, you know, I was like, uh, I, I, but I didn't, but I really wanted to. And then coincidentally, a couple of days later, somebody hit me up on Instagram, somebody that I also, well, never have met them in person. They just follow me, unfollow me on Instagram and then uh, f- try to flirt with me. And then some of my friends, and then he was like, responded to one of my Instagram stories and said, how about some sex this week? Question mark. And I was like, I'm done. I'm done. Like, the and and I guess maybe that was also a sign from God, like, hey, girl, you are not meant to date right now. And that's fine. But it's like, again, God, why did you dangle the carrot in front of my face of somebody that was all of the things that I would like, or at least a majority of them, because not all. And then like, I'm not allowed to have it. Nope, can't even, I can't even touch it. In fact, I I, now I can't touch it because they told me I can't. So it's real awesome. Did I go off on a tangent? I know. I just, honestly, with this podcast, I thought I would go one direction and I would only, and I would keep it very cryptic. And then I decided to open it up and really spill the beans. But also, um, and then I went off on a tangent about the two people that I wasn't anticipating. I mean, will they probably listen to this podcast? Probably not. Will they know it's them? Ah. They may know it's them, but nobody else is going to know. So um, if they get poopy pants, I don't care. Yeah. So I guess the moral of the story is, uh, yeah, why does God dangle the carrot? And what is the purpose? What is the purpose of me meeting that guy? Uh, Was it to prove to me that, hey, a really good looking guy maybe could like you? Maybe. I don't think that's really that fair. Maybe really good-looking guys do like funny girls sometimes. Maybe that's a lesson in there. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. I just don't understand what the purpose is. And if, like Joel Osteen says nothing happens by coincidence and everything is meant, you know, for a reason, then what is the reason? But also, I will say this, I listened to, and I encourage everybody to listen to the commencement speech that Steve Jobs did for Stanford back in 2005. Just Google Steve Jobs commencement speech, Stanford. It's 15 minutes long. It doesn't feel 15 minutes, but it is... Honestly, like I ended up crying like five times. And, and I'm PMSing, yes, okay. So I'm a little more sensitive. But uh, when I listened to it, there's three lessons in there. He, and he gives three live stories. First one is connecting the dots. And that one really hit me because he said something. I'm actually going to play it for you. Let's see. You can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. Whatever those dots are in my life, whether, I mean, there's so many, right? I mean, why me losing my job? Why didn't I get the job in Dallas? Why didn't I get the job here? Uh, why did I meet that person for a job better Of when I was on a job? You know, like all of that. And like, why did they cross my path? And, and then what does my future hold? Who will I meet my future? And will it all make sense at some point? I would like to think it makes sense. I would like to think that at some point it all comes together. Cause so far I don't feel like it is that, maybe that's a topic for another podcast. Connecting the dots. I feel like that'll be that would be a good one. But anyway, I, I suggest listening to that commencement speech for he has the story about connecting dots, and then he talks about love and loss, and then he talks about death. And all of it, like, uh, just like it got me in my feels, and it just yeah, your path, your destiny. All of that just, it uh, makes it, yeah, it was good. Uh, Now I'm rambling, but uh, yeah. Destiny, uh, the universe, God dangling the carrot, however you want to look at it. I mean, what is the point? Especially when two people seem to feel the same connection. So yeah, I mean, at least I thought both people felt the connection. So yeah, what is the point of all of that? And then I guess maybe you could say, well, maybe the timing's off or the timing isn't right. Then my question again, what is the point of all of that? If they're not meant to be in my life and the timing is off, then what was the point of me meeting them? And what what lesson am I supposed to take from that? And especially when it's like this incredibly handsome man and who's very sweet and thoughtful. What is the point? Yeah. It it just is, it, it's interesting. It, it brings me to another thought of something that happened to me very recently. met somebody on a plane, and they ended up talking to me, and they were telling me, you know, how, like, uh, how the universe, he, he, saw, he saw me at the airport, and he just felt like, oh, I want that girl to sit next to me. And then he was like, wow, she's sitting next to me. All right, universe, well, you brought her to me. Now I got to talk to her. And it was just very interesting how he thought that they're this pull, I guess. I don't know, maybe I have this amazing energy or something. I'm not really quite sure. But yeah, it's just very interesting the whole and maybe that's another topic, the universe. And how, if nothing is by coincidence, what are all of these lessons? It's all yeah. I mean there are so many questions. <sighs> oh anyway. Um well that's it. Yeah. Let, so if you have an idea why uh, God dangled the carrot in front of my face, you have an answer for that, by all means, please hit me up. Uh, you can follow me on social media at Aaron Austin. Also, um, hit me up if you ever want to be on the podcast and you have a topic or an idea that you think would be good. I would love to hear from you. So email me, online at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and I appreciate you. She's cute. And she's crazy. Says her ex was lazy. Her love life's kinda hazy. It's Aaron's Thursday vlog.